Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And you know, David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know, we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. All right. We're here on the Royal Caribbean, uh, Jula de Seas. We're here with Topless Travel. Um, we love being back on location, broadcasting, and we're having, uh, I guess we were in Cozumel yesterday, and we're on our way back to Miami now. Yeah, it's actually not even as rough today as it has been for the last few days. I don't know. We were in the playroom last night, and it was a little rough. <laughs> yeah, it was. You like it, it that way, don't <laughs> I know, you? We are rolling all yeah. over the place. Oh, we'll get into that a little bit later in Great Sex Matters. So, are you a little hesitant? Are you a little hesitant to explore ways to open up your relationship? Perhaps you need a little more credible information about how to live a sexy lifestyle that supports your couple style and also strengthens the great sex life you already have. On today's show, we're going to chat with a couple who are both medical doctors who have been in the swinging lifestyle for over a decade and now are passionate about sharing all the information that they've discovered over the years to make your experience in the lifestyle positive and fruitful. But before we get that them onto the show. We're going to do like we do every week and tell you all about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex, but nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets, every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket, that's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, Great sex starts now. It sure does. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're so excited to welcome today's special guests, Kay and Ben, who and we met earlier on this cruise. Of course, they're here with us on the Bliss Cruise. They're doctors, they're swingers, they love to fuck, and they love to travel. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here with us. Oh, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. You guys are special. A whole lot of fun. Crazy fun, but we're so happy you took some time to be with us today. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your couple? How did you we met? meet them? How did we meet them? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that later. Let's hear about them. Later? Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. They're going to tell us how they meet everybody on the ship. Okay. Because <laughs> how they met us was pretty cool. Okay. We're going to tell the story after. All right. That was a good memory, David. I have patience. Great memories. Who's going to start? You guys, tell um, us about your couple. Yeah. Um, so we're uh, Kay and Ben. Um, we met uh, in medical school in 2009. Mm -hmm. um, I was uh, dating another woman at the time. I had a fiance, um, and we were uh, in the swing lifestyle. Um, I had initially gotten in by being a, a bull for other couples, um, you know, hooking up with a, a, a couple where the, the male half wanted me to, to have sex with the female half uh, with him or in front of him or, you know, whatever the case may be. And that was my introduction. Um, and I got into that kind of searching on the Internet and kind of seeing what was out there. Um, so that's how I got introduced, and I brought my fiance at the time into the lifestyle. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, I went to medical school and I, and I met Kay, um, who was uh, recently separated and kind of uh, interested in, you know, uh, some sexual exploration. And so uh, we became very close friends and fuck buddies, I guess. Um, and she would come over and have threesomes with me and then my then fiance at the time. Um, we would go to the, to the swingers club and, and have fun there um, together. But you guys were still friends at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were, we were really good friends all throughout medical school. Um, I eventually broke up with my fiance for totally unrelated things, um, not related Can to lifestyle issues. Yeah, so yeah, sure. The, like Carol and I are Grey's Anatomy fans, uh-huh. and there's a lot of sexual fun things that go on in the hospital. Uh-huh. Is that true? Like, did, did I, you guys go into that storeroom and you have It's always in the storeroom, right? Yeah, I, I think people do do that, but I was never that fortunate. And what yeah. about, like, the sleeping areas where you're allowed to, like, sleep for a couple yeah. hours? You're always yeah. fucking there, too, in, on Grey's Anatomy. I, I, yeah, yeah, and I think people were doing that, but I just wasn't one of those people. But are you allowed to get in trouble if you get caught? No, I don't think so. You're no, not in trouble. No. You know, like, you're so exhausted, yeah. and, of course, like... I knew about people yeah, doing things next door, but yeah. I was so exhausted, yeah, I would just go to sleep. Yeah, there's oh, okay. no rule against that. Yeah, okay, you know, interesting. Um, yeah. It might be, depending on who you are, you may be embarrassed if <laughs> someone walks in on you doing that, but there's, or no, not. there's no rule. <laughs> um, really, really, the only rule is you don't want to get involved with like an inferior, you know, okay. because that could be considered you know, manipulative. That's oh. totally off limits. <laughs> totally, totally do disallowed. Do not do that. Um, right. And that's uh, that's one of the reasons why we don't really participate in the lifestyle in our local areas because we don't want to run into a patient. Right. You know, we don't we don't really care if we get discovered really by our colleagues or anything like that. But we don't want to run into a patient, especially for Kay, um, who's a psychiatrist. Um, and we do run into patients frequently in our in our personal community. So, ba- so Ben, yeah. if, if Carol showed up at your hospital, uh-huh. would you be able to have sex with her? Uh, I think if I were to, if she showed up in my hospital and I were to be treating her, no, you just you just ask one of your partners to yeah, treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think if you oh, had a, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. Pass I, I, on so it. Okay. yeah, so that's kind of a hypothetical. What would really happen is if Carol came in, I would go to one of my partners and I would say, "Hey, can you see her?" Like because we, you, you already too yeah, close. Yeah, I have a personal right. relationship and then you'd with her. Ask him to yeah. keep her overnight. <laughs> you stay overnight. Find that storeroom. Get Kay to come sure. in. Get Kay to come <laughs> in. We have a little foursome. There we go. All right. I, I'm it's thinking he's not really thinking about swinging things when he's at work. I think you're only thinking about saving lives. Yeah, I keep I keep my 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 sexual and professional life separate you know so it's very frequent that I'll have patients come in with a mm-hmm. you know a vaginal complaint mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when I'm at work a vagina is the same as an elbow to me right, right? right. it's very clinical um, I don't none of that crosses my mind you know it's uh, you, you it's, it's very like important two different hats yeah and it's important for the patient to be able to trust their physician mm-hmm. and know they're not thinking yeah. anything sketchy or mm. questionable or anything like that so all that stuff totally out of my mind that's a safe place for the patient but if someone came in with an elbow issue you know the skin here is called the weenus right the weenus <laughs> yes <laughs> this is something that I have to live with you just remember that he's mine I take him home with me and I live with this kind of shit all the time you know my hey, role nice is weenus. if it's in your head it's better to say it out loud but, because exactly. but you know little boys oh he said weenus you know this is David at this age it's I'm so proud funny. of it we're, we no, you have interrupt- a nice weenus. I think yeah. you should be proud. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did interrupt your story, but let's now continue. So you broke up with your ex-fiance right. for unrelated reasons. For totally unrelated reasons. And you still have a very good friend, Kay, at the hospital. Yeah. Where and, do we go and, from there? She was in and out of relationships through that whole time. Yeah, I was actually dating a couple yeah. of other guys and asking Ben for dating advice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was frustrated because I wanted to date a really nice, solid guy. 
but I was like, I really would prefer if you were open-minded and can do lifestyle things yeah. with me. Yeah, she would kind of, she would screen these guys by me. She would tell me about it. I'd be like, I don't know. Like, he, I don't know if he's treating you right. And sometimes I'd be like, oh, no, this guy seems great. You know, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, we would guy. go to like hang out in a stripper, you know, club and as friends. Right. And like the stripper would be like grinding on him. And yeah. she's looking at me. She's like, is this okay? And I'm like absolutely <laughs> and he's like this is my best friend <laughs> and I'm like that's fun no, and really that. that's what you want your partner to be so when you were being scrupulous you wanted to make sure that your partner would also be open-minded right exactly yeah. so it was actually it's tougher than it sounds because you would think that if if you met a girl and she's asking you to you know have threesome that everybody would say yes to that and that, it's surprising no, that but no. the, the solid it's a security really, thing exactly, right solid yeah. good guys a lot of times are like oh, i'm not entirely comfortable with that so i was like okay how do i get a guy that is exactly like ben but not is not him because he's in a different relationship i'm like i need to look for this this and this and so it took me a while and i was just getting more frustrated and like dating and then he was single two years after we met and we looked at each other and we're like wait a second like, why are we looking for other people when we Go just figure. have no difficulty connecting? And so after that, it was like smooth sailing. But so it turned into a romantic relationship mm. because you made that decision or did it just happen? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. it was like okay. we're very much of a decision um, yeah. kind of oriented people. Yeah. Like okay. if you yeah. decide to do something that's your decision, yeah. like we're not very much guided by like emotions. Okay. We like to have fun, but like my relationship, I, you know, think things through. And, and Ben was just like, perfect right so he's a perfect father to our two young children and and completely open-minded just loves to see me being happy and so he will ask me like what's your fantasy and I'll just blurb it out I'm like I don't know this is kind of freaky but here's my fantasy he's like let me see how we can make this happen oh. I'm that type of guy too and, and it's like make it's it happen make it happen right? yes. make it happen. if you want it to happen sometimes fantasies can stay in your head but if you know if you want it to happen then you need someone you who know, can make it just happen like chisels away at the fantasy he's like well we can't make it happen right now but if we are in this and this scenario you Perhaps. know we can that's, that's good advice we're going to talk about fantasies later yeah. on but first we want to hear how you guys got into the lifestyle whose idea was it I'm so it was Ben's K. idea no. so um, really we, we we had just just sex you know the two of us um, we went on the motorcycle ride we got home and at that time I had like my heavy motorcycle gear that I would take to track I'm a big fan of safety even though I'm going really fast and so we we got to my place and he just ripped off my, my motorcycle gear and it takes me like 15 minutes to take that <laughs> shit off and so I was like whoa this is something special here and so we had sex and he's like hey, come over and have threesome with, you know, with my girlfriend. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I met her and we just had such great time. And that was my first time, like, at a proper, you know, swing club. And I was hooked. I was like, this is unbelievably fun. But, you know, I was a little nervous. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. So if, it, if it's not great, it's not great, whatever. And after that, I was like, okay. I'm signed up for this and I would go back as a unicorn so for oh. those that whole time where we were you know dating other people I was going back to the club to be a unicorn and tell us what that's like not everybody understands the life of a unicorn right <laughs> so as a single girl so I've moved to a new city I'm single and I want to be safe right and so I would go to swingers clubs because people are just so respectful like nobody's going to grab you nobody's going to uh, proposition you swingers are wonderful at reading your cues and it's just such wonderful environment so a lot of times I would just go because 
I wanted to dance. And then if I met a couple that are like, great. If not, then I would just, you know, be there for the atmosphere. So just such a low pressure environment that like in the regular dance club, like somebody might grab you or some guys trying to like, you know, hit on you. Be overly pushy. Yeah. yeah, And it's like, I don't want to deal with that. And so I, I want to have sex. I'm definitely have a high libido I'm super horny but I don't want any of that drama and so keep in mind this was you know 09 so before you know I, th- I feel like nowadays like the tinder is a lot more accepted and like mm-hmm. websites mm-hmm. were a little bit more cumbersome to use back then and so swinger club was just perfect for me but also if you're not into making a new relationship then it's more of a casual type exactly of yeah. Yeah. so like up. you said I was getting out of my marriage and at that point I was just not feeling good about myself things were falling apart for about a year for me before you know I started medical school and I was like I just want to have fun you know I've, I've just been miserable in this you know dysfunctional marriage for a while so I'm ready for some fun Wow. Well, and do you go ever into a unicorn situation sometimes not, as a fantasy? Yeah, not anymore. No? I actually thought about it, but like without him, seeing him being happy and just looking is a big turn on for me. So I'm like, if I'm by myself, I'm like, it's, it's like half the fun. <laughs> but where it comes in handy is when we are with a unicorn. Mm. And I completely like... I know how that feels and I know how it feels when you're well taken care of by both, you know, partners and it's just like that's what we do now. We when we have a unicorn, I kind of go into my, that mindset right. like why would what would I so want? So you've been a bull, yeah. you've been a unicorn, you've been yes. in all sorts of situations. I hear a lot of threesomes happening, but mm-hmm. you guys also fuck couples too. Oh, right? uh, yeah, yeah. I I think uh <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yes. Like, I would say 90% of our encounters are uh, same room, mm-hmm, full mm-hmm. swap, just very typical swinging encounters. And then we just usually try to find where the unicorns are and try mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. at least, you know, one unicorn encounter happen. Oh, nice. But, you know, unicorns are called unicorns yes. for a reason. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't. True, true. The elusive unicorn. Oh, exactly. So, th- yeah. we were looking and we we're like, on this whole ship with 3,000 people, there's probably 10 unicorns, mm-hmm. right? So, you have to realize, like, your odds. But we don't give up because of the odds. We're just like, <laughs> no, no, if we do find a unicorn, we're going to take such good care of her that she's going to come back. Right. And we're going to get into swinging and the ship and couples mm-hmm. a little bit later. Okay. But you guys seem very, very sexually energized. Now, we'll start with Kay. When you were young, were you like a nymph? Did you grow up in a sexually open household? I uh, Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so I am originally from Russia, and I moved to the States when I was 17. But I grew up in Russia during the 90s when things were falling apart, and it was like this vacuum of freedom. Mm-hmm. And so it was complete chaos. For some people, it was very stressful. But for me, growing up, I'm like, no more propaganda. There's no church yet. And so you're free to do whatever it is that you want. And I asked my parents for a, a ticket to Europe when I was 16 by myself. And my parents were like, okay, you can go. Who are we to tell you what to do? And so I've always been like, if I want something, I'm like, if it doesn't hurt anyone and it's consensual, I'm going to get it. So it was kind of exploring things. So Do you, re- do you remember the first time you had sex? Uh, yes. Was it good? 
it, you know, the very first time I was really nervous. So only part of it was good once I kind of settled down. But the first part I was like, oh, I'm sure I'm going to do something wrong. You and know? how old were you? Were you still in Russia? Uh, yes, I was still in Russia. I was 15. Okay. Yeah, and I, it was a friend friend of my father <laughs> and so he was wonderful but you know it was just a really interesting encounter because I look back and I'm like why was I worried mm-hmm. I don't under I was I was really cute there's nothing to worry about and like looking well, back it's just the unknown more than exactly. anything exactly yeah. so it took me a while but then after that I would say I was sexually active as much as I possibly mm-hmm. could. And the first time you had sex with Ben was in that threesome situation? No, it was after that motorcycle ride. Yeah, it was just like when she told you about the, the leather. So we had we had just uh, gotten into medical school together. Um, and uh, she had been messaging me like, oh, let's go on a motorcycle ride. Because we figured out through Facebook that we rode, we both rode motorcycles. So we set up this kind of motorcycle riding thing. You know, you go on motorcycle rides with like friends or like people you know in your community whatever it's non non-sexual whatever and so that was kind of the the start of it and so we, this is the first time we really did anything together as we went out on this motorcycle ride and you were still engaged at that point correct okay correct and did you then tell your partner that that you had had sex yes. with her? oh yeah okay. yeah that's cool yeah and what did she think of that uh my partner at the time yeah oh yeah she was fine you know we me and my fiance at the time were swingers yeah um and so we had we'd frequently go to uh, scarlet ranch in denver mm-hmm. um we had like a you know a, a membership so mm-hms. we went there okay. i would say okay. that both of you had a whole passes is what yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right, there yeah. You go. so yeah. she was out being sexually active with other men mm-hmm. and and he was also allowed to do whatever he wanted and then they would like get together and talk about but they always i think knew about each other's yeah. um yeah. stories mm-hmm. and so, so so the first time you had sex with ben it was good Oh my God! <laughs> so I'm thinking yes. I think that means yes. <laughs> so I had sex with him, and I was just like laying there. I'm like, I don't know if it's because I've just been like sexually deprived for a long time. You know how you, if you're really hungry, you have like yeah, your yeah. meal, and you're yeah. like, oh my God, oh, this that is, food so, is good. so good. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, let let me see. And I'm like, so that same night we go out for a party with classmates, and we're done it, with the party. This is well, we had sex before then, so we get back from this motorcycle ride. You know, and I, I'm, I see her taking these leathers off. I'm like, oh, this looks good, right? And I just said, well, why don't I roll the dice? I know she's getting out of this relationship. I don't, I don't know if she's going to be into this, but I'm just going to roll the dice. So I just walk up to her and I just start pulling the leathers off. And we went at it right then and there. Huh. Um, cool. And it was amazing. Yeah, it was And good. so that same day, I asked him for a second time. Uh-huh. And yeah. so I was like, okay. Um, and then I also asked him for anal. Um, and that was excellent. And I, and I literally told him after we were done, I said, you can come over anytime. <laughs> like, <laughs> Help you, yourself, I believe you were can, your words. Yes. And I was like, please come over as often as you'd like. Well, that's and, fun. And Ben, you growing up, did you start young? Yeah. Um, so I was 16 when I started. And mm-hmm. I think I have a very typical American scenario. I had a, a high school girlfriend all through high school. Um, were you like me? You started masturbating like at 13, 14? Uh, no. You know, I... So... Before her, I had dated one girl, um, and I didn't really masturbate at all. And I, I was probably 15, um, and we were, he I guess, getting dry humping. Oh, I see. Uh, we were dry humping, and that was the first oh. time I had ever had an orgasm, oh, you know? Okay, and so cool. I kind of. I hated that. Yeah. Well, it was. It was you know, it was you didn't know any different, right? Yeah, you don't know any different. Yeah, and then yeah. after that, I started masturbating. Right. I was like, wow, right. that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I started doing that. Yeah. yeah. So really, I didn't start masturbating until I was 15. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you remember your first fuck? Oh, absolutely. Was it good? Yeah, it was with that high school girlfriend. I was with her for like four years. Um, did but the you first come time, like in three strokes. I uh, no, I, I did pretty good. Yeah, I did pretty I good. Didn't. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, and I, that was her first experience as well. Yeah, you were both yeah, virgins. we were both we were both virgins. Um, we we went at it like three or four times that first that first go around. We did pretty good. It was amazing. It was <laughs> wonderful. Just yeah, I'm not yeah. sure yeah. how to describe it, but it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it's basically the best kind of first relationship. Uh, yeah. What what Ben had was like the best high school relationship that you could have. It's interesting what we're talking about that girlfriend that. He, he had in high school actually asked him to open up the relationship and at that time oh, to bring was, in another girl yeah. yeah and so he was like i'm not sure um so i feel like things change over time even mm-hmm. if you have a partner who's like maybe not sure when they're younger as yeah. the you know well, i, I think the reason i wasn't sure is because i didn't want to hurt her you know okay. i didn't want something to happen and she'd have to get her have her be upset about it even though and it was, was something she, she was thinking about another woman coming into the or yeah. another man another woman yeah another woman. so you yeah. guys you guys both have very big sexual appetites what yeah. what what do you what do you enjoy now as a couple okay we, we've mm-hmm. heard about what you how you got together but like do you enjoy well our our favorites are foursomes and more sims uh-huh. uh you were talking about anal mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the play date we had a little bit later mm-hmm. but do you prefer younger couples older couples Fit yeah. couples. We're we're I think we're just buffet people. You know, we like to, we just like to hit the buffet, the sexual buffet. Um, yeah, we do we do younger couples, older couples. Age isn't really a thing to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we really like couples with, with me this. either. Yeah. <laughs> Carol for, has an for, issue with this. For example. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we just generally uh, like couples who are just very well pulled together. Mm-hmm. Um, couples that are elegant. Um, just well put together I, I always say my when I tell Kay like what kind of woman I'm looking for in a couple or as a unicorn I always say it looks like she's somebody's manager yeah, right okay. very pulled together organized elegant uh, well spoken intelligent um, and that always arouses me much much more so and what, um, what attracts you Kay? You know, penises for me, penises in general. <laughs> <laughs> well penises are you got a cock let's sure. go <laughs> um, I think that for me actually I was, I was thinking about it um, for me, the personality is number one. Um, so it doesn't matter bald, <laughs> hair, <laughs> age, um, young guy, old guy, yeah. anything. Like just nice. Right? But there is a certain gentleman kind <laughs> of. Yeah, I think the personality is number one. Mm-hmm. So gentleman. Um, number two, I think that for me, I, you know, being a psychiatrist, I'm extra aware of dynamic of the couple. And I have to see that the couple is very secure, um, that there's no drama. Mm-hmm. You know that they're they're kind of similar to us, where they're open, they're curious, they want to have fun. Um, and if they feel at all hesitant, you know, like one of the partners is, you know, has been in lifestyle for a long time, and maybe his, you know, his girlfriend or a wife are newer. So I want to be aware of that. So I try to kind of read that dynamic and making sure that everybody is extra comfortable because if I'm hesitant at all that somebody's not going to have good time mm-hmm. that's a turn off for mm-hmm. me um, and so I don't really have you know like um, a skinny guy or you know a bigger guy um, you know muscles are always great to see right <laughs> what, about, what about bald heads Oh, great. Oh, so, she loves bald heads. So mm-hmm. I dated a guy who was bold and just loved it. Uh-huh. And so um, I take it as a sign of a lot of testosterone. Uh-huh. And usually Love it. bold guys, you know, just just set. they're like easygoing, you know. We are. And it's 
like th- they don't they don't care they're just fun and so for me in fact ben knows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if 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 the woman looks like somebody's manager and the partner is bold it's a go it's a go that's why you guys approached us <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> that's a little teaser for a little bit later we're going to talk about um our encounter on the ship yeah, we're just going to hang on a second while we remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're Carol and David, and we're chatting with doctors, Kay and Ben, all about getting into the swinging lifestyle. But let's just remind everybody about the topless travel and the trip that we have coming up later this year. Absolutely. You know, we are here on the beautiful Jewel of the Seas with Bliss and Topless Travel. And it really has been one of the sexiest and most erotic vacations ever. Um, if you want to join us, if you want to come on these trips, then you have to book with Topless Travel. Travel. They go to Hedonism 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and of course, Bliss Cruise, where we are right now. And Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. Uh, their trips and events are all about the people and their sexy, fun experiences. So let's just shout out to all the sexy host couples who are here on the ship with us today. And of course, the party Mark, who's at every one of their events making the party happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're there to ensure that you have one hell of a good vacation. Right. And like we are now, you'll find us on many of the amazing topless travel trips. And listen up. The one that we're really looking forward to is their sexy silver full takeover at Desire Pearl from October 16th to 23rd, 2022. We're going to be there broadcasting live like we are here on the Bliss Cruise. Um, but, you know, um, now that we're at the end of Bliss, uh, they we've sold a whole bunch of rooms. They're selling out real quickly. So, um you, you need to book now, and, uh, you know, we'd love to see you. Come down, come listen to our podcast, come join us for a week. We'd love to meet you there. And for more information about this trip or any of the topless travel events, you simply go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the topless travel events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Absolutely. Alrighty. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. Let's get back to our show with Drs. Kate and Ben as we get into how they want to find a way to share a lot more sexy information, credible information about living in the lifestyle. So let's start with the experiences that you guys have had already. Obviously, you are on the Bliss Cruise, but tell us about house parties, hotel takeovers, Mm -hmm. lifestyle Mm -hmm. resorts. Tell us about what you've done already. So um, historically, we've always been uh, swing club people. Um, we all, we've you know been to various clubs in the U.S. Uh, Seattle, uh, Houston, Denver. Um, any any other cities that we've been to? We tried to go to the one Las Vegas. Oh, we tried to go to Vegas, but we showed up and there wasn't anybody there. Apparently, <laughs> okay. yeah, apparently. It was quiet. Um, not at all what we expected from you know Las Vegas. Vegas, yeah. All right, um, go on. Yeah, yeah, we tried. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've we've always been uh, club people, but now I guess we're we're ship people now. Uh, we've we've been converted, um, you know. Until his- until you go to hedonism or desire, and then you'll say, "Wow, we love it all." We have yeah. not done any of these dedicated kind of hotel destinations. Come with us. Yeah. Come yeah. With us. They um, are amazing. When I was with my fiance uh, previously, we had done hotel takeovers in Denver uh, with Rocky Mountain parties, and and those were f- I felt those were fun. Um, but for Kay and I, uh, it's been swinger clubs and uh, these these bliss cruises. So, what do you think of the bliss cruise so far? Oh, it's amazing. Um, so, this is our second okay. uh, cruise. We were on the cruise uh, in November on the mm-hmm. Oasis, and mm-hmm. five thousand uh, people. Yeah, it was awesome. It was big. Yeah. Um, the first day we showed up, we didn't know how to how it worked or what to do, how to approach couples, who could you approach, who's not to approach, who you should not approach, that sort of thing. And we got pretty close to the end of our first day, and we thought we were going to strike out. We're like. This is a bust, right? We're totally going to strike out. Uh, but we didn't strike out. Um, we met a couple later that night on the first day. And then every subsequent day after that was better than the previous day. 
and our mind was blown. So then we booked two more cruises while we were still on that ship. Anybody listening, if you come on any of these cruises and you're a shy person, somebody is going to come up to you and say hello. And if you're worried about not meeting people, there's 4,000 people. <laughs> you cannot meet them all. You cannot fuck them all, even though Carol believes I try. But no, no, you will meet somebody. There's compatible people for everyone. And... You know, everybody says hi. Everybody yeah, says hello. Yeah. And I, I believe when we approached you guys, you were standing in a corner minding your own business. <laughs> so like, Here's our card. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah, we were at the railing. We were actually looking down at the dance party that was mm. down below. And uh, we got a little tap from behind. I turned around and this gorgeous woman is there handing me her card. And, and on the cruise ships, we make these cards that uh, are called personal cards or whatever you want to call them that tell you which... Uh, cabin you're in, what your names are and what cabin you're in and how to reach out either on one of the dating sites or not. That's kind of very common for a cruise ship. So what has been your favorite part of this particular cruise so far? So many good moments. And so so we came on this ship thinking maybe it's not going to be as good as the Oasis. There's not as many people. People aren't so pent up from all the COVID restrictions. Um, But we were on this ship and every day has been better than the previous day. Um, So yeah, we've had a really a lot of great experiences and it would be very difficult for me to say what was the best one you know it's like different flavors of ice cream right you know it's whatever you're in the mood for ice cream cream is great (laughs) right um so for example here there is a couple um that organized an orgy Mm -hmm. and they're really nice we went to the under 45 meet and greet just Mm -hmm. to you know meet other couples and say hi and after a while, we s- we're like standing in the circle and we're all yeah. talking about how everybody's so good looking and mm-hmm. like this is wild. And somebody says, let's have an orgy at midnight. And so we're like, oh, okay, we yeah, will be there. We're in. Yeah, because so every other couple was just super attractive. There well, were 15 of us. Exactly. Total. So it was a little bit, I'm like, logistically, I don't know how this experience will be like because yeah. that seems... Seems like a lot of people. Swingers on a have a make it yeah. happen attitude. Well, and where did you go? Out, Was it a big enough bed? Well, oh, yeah, tell absolutely. Us the story. So, turns out logistics weren't an issue because we had a very experienced swinger couple running the orgy. So, they say show up at the sports court at midnight. Uh, we showed up there. There's like, what, three, four beds edge to edge? Yeah. Um, All together, plenty of room for 15 people. Um, they started things out. They got everybody in a circle, like all the couples and the, and the one unicorn. We, they got us all in a circle, and they said, we're going to go one by one, and you guys are going to tell us what's your thing. Are you full soft, soft swap, whatever? What are your limits? What do you like? What do you want to try? Is there anything new that you guys want to get out of this? And we went couple by couple by couple, so we knew everyone in the group what they wanted, what they didn't want, what they were into, and if they wanted to experiment with something. Um, and it went very smoothly. I think that's great because a lot of people get turned off by orgies because they're not sure if it's consensual amongst everybody. Correct. So that's a mm-hmm. perfect way mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. that everybody understands where the rules and boundaries are right, right. and that it is consensual for them to be there mm-hmm. to try X, Y, or Z. Yes. So that's great. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it was amazing. I had never seen anything the, like that before, but from orgies here on out, I think that's <laughs> what needs to happen. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I thought the communication between 15 people might be difficult. You know, one of the best parts about lifestyle is the communication between you as a couple, it goes to the next level. You know, there's no longer like, I'm too shy to talk about X with my husband. Like I can tell him anything. And so that communication piece with that orgy was amazing. And so I just felt really comfortable going, you know, um, I, I went to, you know, this guy that I, you know, wanted to try. And he was busy with another beautiful woman. And I just came and I sat down by him and I said, 
after you're done, could you please fuck me? me? Yeah. <laughs> and and he looked at me and said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, it was easy. And sh so sure enough, um, you know, I was busy under another couple, and he tapped me on the legs and said, "Hey, this Mike." Uh, yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's my turn." Oh, cool. <laughs> and so it's just it was like this out of kind of this world experience I'm still kind of recovering mentally I'm like I did that yeah I did that um, but it was just such cool experience which we did not we did do like group sex with two other couples at the, on the last um, cruise ship and we loved it and after that I was like actually it works very well because swinger couples when we know what we're signing up for then we just completely relaxed and so all the girls were just having fun and so I'm like well maybe if you scale it up it still will work and yeah. it did so I would yeah. say so far that has been like my most fun experience on this ship that we have not done before. But just so we can visualize before, yeah. uh, the 15 people, were, was it like a puppy pile in the middle or was it side-by-side -side sex? Explain. It was just all over the place. It was okay. a... It was a. You know what, what was nice is as a girl, as girls, we were just kind of relaxing and laying on the bed and mm -hmm. the guys would just do the yeah. Oh. yeah, basically the girls didn't uh -huh. move and the guys just rotated. Okay. Yeah. It was very relaxing. Like uh -huh. I didn't have to walk over there, track this person down. It was just like very organic and how long know. did this whole experience last like three Two hours yeah almost three hours nice. um you know if we weren't nobody was in the rush right. so like if guys needed to chill and take a break you know water break it was yeah. just <laughs> pee break very <laughs> low yeah. key and at the same time very exciting and arousing and like very relaxing so i don't know how to explain no, it's like very cool you're you're excited yet you're very calm and confident and cool. it's just it's a very nice state to be in as a uh -huh. woman. Uh -huh. um, so I highly recommend it if you have opportunity to do it with a you know nice cohort of people. We're, we're gonna we're gonna talk more about sex and great sex matters, but we know and we've had a chance to talk about um, a passion project that you guys are mm -hmm. thinking about doing based mm -hmm. on your medical um, expertise. Tell us a little bit about your podcast concept, mm -hmm. um, where you came up with the idea, why you think it's important out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're doing some background work on uh, starting a podcast. There's nothing posted just yet, but there may be by the time your listeners hear this, depending on when they, when they listen. Um, but we have a name, we're going to be called Thoughts and Perspectives, and the thoughts is going to be T-H-O-T-S, Thoughts and Perspectives, um, a Swingers Lifestyle podcast. Um, and we're going to be covering... Uh, different issues that people run into in the lifestyle and talking about jealousy issues, uh, STDs, condom sizes, um, various things and you know we feel like we have some stuff to offer you know with our with our medical background um, and of course Kay's a psychiatrist so she can talk about a lot of the mental health stuff that's related um, and that's our plan yeah. Wow, so, that's so very cool. What are, what are some things you know I'm sure you have a couple of pieces of, of content that you have in your head so what are some as a psych psychiatrist some one or two issues that you think are important to bring out there yeah you know that's interesting so after like last cruise um and you know like i am always curious about behavior you know i just I always have been even before i was a psychiatrist and af after i go home i start thinking about and processing all the things that happened and putting things in perspective and then that's where it comes in you know or things like performance anxiety right it's really like 
people are afraid to talk about, and yet it's so common. And when I was, you know, younger, when I was just starting lifestyle, I couldn't quite understand where it's coming from. And as I went through my training, I, you know, I now have a very different perspective. So I'm passionate talking about, you know, anxiety, taboos, mm -hmm. um, you know, in general, novelty seeking versus not. Um, you know, just kind of different temperaments and lifestyle. And so novelty seeking is a temperament. And, you know, maybe you have a spouse who has novelty seeking temperament and you don't. And so how to balance that, um, you know, just different things with um, being shy in lifestyle. And, how you know, some of the best encounters we've had were with very shy couples. Mm -hmm. A lot and of people don't realize that you can still be shy, or you can be shy and still be in the lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can think you have to be an extrovert to be in the lifestyle, which yeah. is not yeah. true. And we're, we're not naturally extroverts. Ca Carol's an example of that. Well, I'm, but I'm, I'm actually shy. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are. I, I'm, I'm a very humble person. Yeah, yeah, you're he probably the most humble person I he know. He doesn't know the definition of humble. That's the problem. But that's okay. We love you, David. <laughs> you know, Ben wakes up in the morning, goes to the mirror, you know, throws some water on his hair and says, I look awesome. I do look awesome. <laughs> so I said that this morning, too. <laughs> but as a, as a psychiatrist, I have a question for you. So a lot of guys perform differently with and without condoms. So I, I say I have condomitis. Yes. How, how do you talk to someone or, or help someone with that? Oh yeah, for sure. So that is actually another piece of content that we already did a lot of legwork yeah. for. So we ordered 50 different condoms. We've learned about their thickness, their shapes, um, the meaning behind the name, like a thin condom, and there's really no kind of standard. And you know, with with you know like we are all anticipating a reward and it has to match with our expectations and when the expectations don't match the reality that's where kind of less than ideal encounter might be and so you know my passion is what is that gap so that gap between your expectation and reality is your happiness and so you know if, if you constantly have this big gap and you can't bridge it and uh, you're going to feel just a little bit of disappointment and so you, you know, like I'm after short. Are we still gap. talking about condoms? Yeah. <laughs> I, so I the condom it. thing is that you're expecting to feel a certain way. You're expecting you yeah. to feel like it feels with your wife. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know what that is all about. You're signed up for that experience. And then you go and the experience, you know, the woman might be just as beautiful as your wife. And the experience is not the same. Right. And you're left with this little bit of disappointment like mm -hmm. you know it could be better mm -hmm. and so that's where the condoms come in and the fact that my personal opinion is like they're the worst thought through medical device not very customly designed for a man um, you know just the thinness factor the shape factor you know it constricts sensation, your yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. constricts your, uh, your blood flow it constricts and a, and a, your sensation yeah and a big problem is is there all the condoms are different shapes different sizes um, different thicknesses and if you're not using the correct condom for your size you're gonna have a bad time and what about female condoms have you had a chance to look into those and try no, those out? we've never no. tried those we are in general I should say we are 100% condom people yes um, and so that's where like going after the best sensation that was mm. the the reason yeah. why we yeah. did all of that yeah. leg work because you know I want for Ben to feel like 
you know wh- how he expects things to feel. Right, right. right. So right. Uh, yeah. his gap will be small as possible. And in talking about specific condom brands, so we we got the fifty different kinds of condoms, and the best one that we found was uh, this condom from Japan. Okay. Um, called the Okamoto Zero Zero One. So it's ten microns thick, and when you have it on, you can barely feel the difference from bareback it is so close and i think i think yeah. we may have used that we one did, yes. and it was it was exceptional um Good. it is a polyurethane condom um it does tend to be on the smaller size so it's a, a little bit harder to get on if you're average or larger in size um uh, but the sensation is fantastic i love it yeah and I, i'm not a condom person but yeah, did, did we I give you one to try yeah. 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 yeah yeah what did you think it was fantastic. Yeah, it feels pretty close to bareback, doesn't right. it? Oh, I mean, I, I felt Kay's pussy. Yeah. I mean, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a condom on, and it was hot, and I maintained my erection. She has a pretty good grip as it is. So <laughs> I, I don't know if it's the condom or, or what it is. but yeah. I thought she was going to grip that condom right off my cock. Her pussy so tight. <laughs> That's where it helps to put it a little bit tighter, so it's mm. not going to come but, off. But I, w- I watched you put it on, and you actually have to almost... Lift Ta- it, tug it over. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's not yeah. sexy. Yeah, but, it's not but, sexy. But the sensation is fantastic. It's worth it. It's worth it. it. it's I worth think it. one of yeah. the biggest pieces is the transfer of heat. Mm. And mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. don't talk about, but there's more than just the the tactile sensation. There's also temperature sensation. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so if your condom is thicker, you're not going to have that temperature sensation. Right. And there's also the difference between the polyurethane and the latex. So the polyurethane is going to conduct the heat a little bit better than the latex. Oh. Um, and that super thin condom is polyurethane. And I know my cock loves feeling the hot pussy. It also sure. likes feeling the wetness. Mm-hmm. But with the condom, you're, you're not going to get the wetness, but you're going to get that heat. And you're going to get mm-hmm. the, pul- the pulsate, pulsating. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the rhythmic contractions, the, rhythmic, yeah. the contractions, all that stuff, where you, like you're saying with the latex condoms, they're just you know, they're just bad, not and bad. There's there's some that. there's some good ones. Um, the other one we'd like for for latex um, that's easier to get on is the Playboy branded condoms. Um, the well hung, yeah, the well hung Playboy condoms. <laughs> a little. A little bit larger than your regular condom, uh, fits really quite well. The sensation is good. Um, it's e- much easier to get on. So if I'm worried about, you know, if you don't quite have that full full erection, sometimes that Japanese condom's hard to get on because mm-hmm. it is smaller. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I'm in a situation where I need to get one on quick, or I'm worried about maybe not having that full full erection when I get started, the uh, the Playboy well hung condoms are excellent. They slip right on, and the sensation is almost as good. Mm-hmm. Almost. Wow. I noticed you yeah. had no problem putting the Japanese one on when we were playing you were playing with Carol you it, it did take some extra time yeah, it yeah. did but yeah. you're also yeah. you know you, it a couple you were times. hard yeah I yeah. did yeah. yeah he knows yeah. how to do it now when we first started it was like a little bit more challenging but basically our podcast is more about you know if you think about stage and all the work that goes in behind the, the scenes to make your show happen right so our podcast less so about things that happen on stage and the actual, you know, encounters, as opposed to like kind of more of technical stuff that goes yeah. into yeah. lifestyle. Um, yeah. So you know, like how you feel. Uh, how to address how jealousy issues. Exactly. Sort of the background work you need to do in order to be able to then, you know, come into the room with a couple and really enjoy it. Yeah. I think people underestimate kind of that backstage work yeah. they need yeah. to do oh. themselves 
and you know technically like whether it's content. are you going to do like workshops that could help people maybe organize those thoughts because people don't even know how to start with the communication if you say communication is important but if you don't know where to begin what mm-hmm. questions to ask yeah. then those are the things that really need to yeah. be covered right exactly you know it's like back in the day when I was a beginner swinger and I didn't know like what to ask for how to communicate with another couple you know how to what to ask from Ben um, so I think that all of that background work and you know after 10 years you get to that place yeah. and I wish there was somebody who would tell me yeah. this stuff when yeah. I first started like you know it's not about just showing up at the club and being you know in the playroom sure it is but it's you know what you bring to the club also mm-hmm. and, and I think what you're saying is, is so true because even before you get to a club or you go on vacation you and your partner need to make sure that you're connected both yeah. of you are present and on the yeah. same on the same level same yeah. page. and there's 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 simple things that you do which is you know um when we, when we pack you know we pack together and we, and we carol puts on some stuff in a little fashion show and i put on you know my sexy boxers or briefs or whatever mm-hmm. we're gonna wear and all of a sudden your brain changes gears from oh i just cut the grass washed the car you know, uh, had to deal with the kids right. to, hey, we're going to this sexy outing. Mm-hmm. And it, it starts there because, you know, it's a little bit like licking pussy. You can't just go and lick the clit, you know. Oh, she loves that. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go for it. You don't have to, you don't have to mess around. You can go, you can go straight but for bad it. Bad analogy, David. <laughs> this is we're talking all day, about. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Kay is an anomaly in herself. <laughs> Why are you teasing me? My clit's right here. That's right. <laughs> um, but, you know, this it's a little bit like foreplay where you have to build it up. And exactly. And you have to get there. And your mind has to get in the right place because, you know, we love swinging. We've been doing it for 15 years. Um, but when we go to a club, we want to be in that moment. We want to be all in and we're not worried about the brain traffic and everything else going on in the world. Exactly. You know, for me, it's, it's like shifting gears, right? right? You drive around in one gear and then you want to switch, right? And there's so, there are some things you have to do as a couple in order to be able to shift that gear quicker. Yeah. So, you know, for some couples it's very easy and you go into that space right away and maybe when you're just starting out it takes a little longer For sure. and so you have to be aware like what you need as a couple and you know the the one of the most comfortable kind of moments we had during our last cruise is just communicating when something doesn't go right yeah and sort of just opening up right away no hesitation just saying here's here's what my thought process was here's what I saw and like this, this part was great, but this part wasn't so great. And so, you know, being able to have that very honest conversation, you know, it's an actually interesting part of lifestyle that I enjoy and love. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it took our relationship to this very vulnerable state. And yet we're, you know, the, you feel so loved and you're vulnerable with your partner. And it, what it does, it strengthens that kind of clutch to sh- shift gears faster mm-hmm. like you know if if how to get to that space and if things didn't go well with la- last encounter so i think that that is what we're un- after like the mechanics mm-hmm. i think the concept of your podcast is great and yeah, uh, we'd be more than happy to you know chat and when we get when home, the time comes we'll announce comes. Uh, where people and can we'll, find it yeah, i think we'll it's going to be absolutely amazing it. yeah absolutely wow no, this has been a great segment talking all about this, like the background stuff like you're talking about. We just want to remind everybody that this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're having an amazing discussion with medical doctors Kay and Ben. And coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. 
So are you interested in vaginal rejuvenation and sexual health? It's a topic that we want to talk about more because how we look and how we feel make a huge difference in the way we live sexy. The company Lumisk has developed an easy treatment system for vaginal rejuvenation. It's a product that you can use on yourself and at home. It's a carboxy gel called CO2 Lift V. You simply mix together two packets of gel and apply it to your vulva and inside your vagina before bedtime and then rinse it out in the morning. The gel infuses CO2 into the skin to encourage blood flow. It promotes healing and cell regeneration. And the great thing is that there's no discomfort or downtime. This CO2 Lift V treatment keeps your vaginal tissue healthy and happy. It increases lubrication and sensation and make sex more fun at any age. After you finish the initial course of weekly treatments, you can easily maintain your results with applications once a month. Also, it's a sure way to snap back after a long night of great sex. For more information, visit co2lift.com, buy yours today, and get a 15% discount if you use promo code SEXYLIFE at checkout. That's S-E-X-Y-L-I-F-E. Great sex starts now. I have a quick question. What is the orgasm gap and why is it important to you? Well, She Comes First is a fun and informative sexual health podcast hosted by Dr. Nick Myers, which is now available on mobile podcast players everywhere. Search for She Comes First and look for the rose. And remember, if God did not believe in sexual pleasure, the clitoris would not exist. Happy orgasms. This is the part of the show where we get down and dirty with our guests and we talk about their personal lives. I hope you guys are ready. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you have to balance your work, your family, and this crazy sex drive that your beautiful wife has? Yeah, it's uh, it's not always easy. Um, Yeah, that's for sure. Um, So I'm an ER doc and my schedule is insane. Um, Totally random days, nights, weekends. um, And we have two small children. Um, And so between that and my schedule it's really hard for us to fit in um, time to be together apart from these vacations you know where we can do things like this Um, and so yeah we just need to set aside time usually after the kids go to sleep um, for us to uh, be active but we're not as active as we would like to be as frequently as we'd like to be with our our crazy schedules that's but, yeah. not the story Kay told us oh come she on wasn't? Kay after three <laughs> days of work what do you do <laughs> well counting the moments yeah I I troll his schedule okay and I can anticipate the the hours that he'll need to sleep and when he'll be awake and our children are in bed and everything is stars align. And so, you know, I'm very goal oriented. So now I'm that is an organized person. <laughs> now, right? now, we do have to say that, Kay, you do have a, an unusually high libido, correct? I, you know, I used to think my libido is just normal. Um, and, you know, like thinking four, five times during the day about sex is just what happens to people. And then over time I learned, no, oh, a lot of women just don't think about sex and go on with that about their day. Um, but, you know, like if, if I have a chance to have sex, absolutely. Yeah, I think, we, you know, we've been together since 2009. So that's been, what, thir- almost 13 years now total. And I think she said no twice. Mm-hmm. 
You might be you were sick or something happened. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, her pussy hurt too much from fucking five times a day before. No, that doesn't bother her. She's fine. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> and if her pussy's sore, she'll she she's got pussy. other tricks up her sleeve. Right. <laughs> right. A little Vaseline and ibuprofen. But yes. Speaking about um, tricks up your sleeve, what about your toy chest? Do you have a bunch mm-hmm. of toys? You know, I'm not a big toy person. That's yeah. you know, and it's interesting because when I when I'm using a toy by myself. Um, and he's working I have this disappointment like I really wish I could have taken me right now like I just it's never the same that's why guys have to know that the toys do not replace men and you know men often have that insecurity and they don't want to buy toys for their wife because they think they're not going to be needed anymore it's absolutely not true right it's like a teaser foreplay and I'm like well maybe I can step he's going to be home at 3 a.m. And I'm like, I'm going to see if I can wake up in the middle of the night, even though I'm sleep deprived. And um, but we do we do have a small collection of things um, yeah, that I we like use. Yeah, I like my toy from Japan. So yeah, I it's would a little air puffer. I, air puffer penguin. Is uh-huh. great. Yeah. Yeah. Similar yeah. to the womanizer. Yeah, yeah similar, yeah. 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 And so I love that one. And that one's probably my go-to. Um, I have another vibrator from Germany. Um, and and so you prefer stimulation on your clit or internal penetration? Well, if I'm by myself, probably just clit. Okay. Um, and if I'm with other people, I'm very open to trying their toys. Ah, cool. yeah. And so, Ben, do you have any toys for you? Uh, no, I don't. I don't really use anything no on cock my rings so or no, stroker. No no, 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 I don't. I don't really need any of that stuff. Butt plugs. <laughs> uh, we do. We do have. We do have butt plugs that we use on her, um, but not that often. Um, do, that's, you, that's do you do anal play on you? No, not at all. No, we've no. tried the vibrating cock rings, and yeah, it's fun. We've, yeah, we've tried I, them. You can't fuck too hard because it. Like bruises your but clit. we've tried that yeah. one that also stimulates your perineum. Yeah. Also stimulates your perineum, and then I can feel it as well. What's that one again? It's got the two. Oh, I forget what it's called. The we, we the tryst. Yeah, the tryst. Yes, yeah, exactly. I think we have a vibrating cock ring that we haven't used. Right? It's yeah, like in a box and, somewhere. And yeah. I, I must insert a correction about anal play for you. There, okay. are, there are some things that I do do. Oh yeah, like on the outside and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Rimming. She does. She does. Yeah, she does. Yes, so I she, love yeah. doing. You know. Oral. Uh huh. Yeah. You yeah, like to true. eat his ass, right? Yes. <laughs> the amount of nerves in the anus is is. What, 8,000? Something like oh, that. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the number And is. so um, my, my biggest challenge right now is how to do that while he's thrusting. So logistically, you know, <laughs> things are moving. Exactly, right. Right? Yeah. right. So I'm like, I really want to do that, you know, while he's being with another woman. It's one of my favorites. You need to hang on to those hip bones as close <laughs> as possible, exactly. and you got to thrust it, with him, right? Exactly. <laughs> so you have to be very kind of open to the movement, uh-huh. and the movement direction kind of may change. But it's just so much fun for me. So. Yay. What about what about ropes and blindfolds? Oh yeah, we um, are big rope people. Well, I shouldn't say big. We discovered rope fairly recently, and I think we're you know we're, it's like one of the new, new toys that is just yeah. so much. And that's excitement. something you guys have done on the cruise ship, right? They right. Do a good yeah. job yeah. of, of offering yeah. different workshops yeah. and different things that you can try for the yeah. first time. That was one of the best parts. So this was our third workshop today, and it was a little bit more advanced because it included suspension. We first started with rope basics and then did a decorative harness workshop. And that one was my favorite. And that's where Ben tied you up. Exactly. Every time it's Ben doing the knot. You know, there's a lot of attention that goes into rope tying. So if if you're just after the the end result, I feel like it kind of, it it doesn't include a lot of the experience. But when when he's tying me, um, you know, he spends a lot of time and he puts a lot of thought. And do you feel submissive while you... 
you're Absolutely. watching him, you're just waiting yeah, for him and, to finish. And that's another part of our dynamic. Not not always, but we do do some BD and not so much SM okay. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, a little bit of power dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And we had a we had a unicorn over last night. Um, who was a submissive? Who was a submissive? Okay. So I had and two submissives. Wow. And the um, dynamic of being with another submissive woman. Have invited us. Well, <laughs> Carol also the submissive. Ooh. Oh, so the dynamic of having two submissives, you were saying, was you know, it's it's a different headspace. Okay, um, it's extra pleasurable for me uh, because when you see if your if your partner is a dominant and you see them in their own el- in their own element when they are raw and primal and they just you know they don't censor themselves, they don't censor their power. Um, it's like it's just amazing you know it's just like this oh my god I'm if it's possible to keep falling in love with your husband after 13 years absolutely right and I'm like how am I falling in love with this guy I'm married to him like he's old news like what is what is happening right now and it's like I look at him with this new perspective and I'm just like oh my god he's so awesome how did this happen to me I'm so grateful and so it just puts you in this kind of this extra submissive submissive mindset and you know, just even now, I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, oh my god, we need to find a way to make this happen again. Awesome. No, so, cool. so, so now it's your chance to make us feel good. So we spoke earlier about the fact that you approached us the other night. How did that happen? How did what, did, what went through your head, and what were you expecting? So we were, you know, at a wine bar, yeah. mm-hmm. and we were talking to a couple of couples, just having good old time. You know, not having, us, other couples, right? other couples, exactly. Yeah. And Ben just taps me and says, hey, um, there's a couple over there, and here's a card. Why don't you go and give them the card? And I just was finishing my conversation, and I was like, sure. And then I turn, and I, I see you guys, and I'm like, oh, yes. And I just took off running with the card because I was so worried that you guys were, like, you know, with part of the issue with the cruise ship people are you know walking to get coffee they're mm-hmm. walking to their date so you want to act you know quickly, quickly. You act fast yeah you may never see them again <laughs> exactly right yeah. so i ran over and i just said here's that card please get in touch with us yeah. right and, and so but i looked at you guys both and like like i said you have this dynamic where carol is just really beautiful pull, pulled Thank together you, a smart woman and I looked at you and I was like, yes, it's a bald guy with muscles, <laughs> you know, who, who is very kind. And you just, you know, have that demeanor. And I'm like, yes. So it was, you know, it's like a five, five second decision, yeah. a blink. Right. And the moment I turned my head, that decision was made. Yeah, yeah, and that then, was so nice. then we ended up having dinner. We went <laughs> back to your cabin. You had the nice strobe light and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you know, that was actually very beautiful. You had the music, you had the strobe light. You guys are all set yeah. up. The cool yeah. part was, when we spoke about the type of play we wanted, you were talking about getting fucked while sucking a cock in London Bridge and all that, mm-hmm. and that's exactly how we play. Yeah. And the sex that we had together was really, really hot. And, you know, we played with condoms. I stayed super hard yep. the whole time. I was mm-hmm. I was proud of myself, yeah. but I mean, Kay is... is super gorgeous and I mean in hot. the end of the day if it doesn't work out he just takes his condom off and he fucks me we always still have an amazing yeah. time I so don't want anyone exactly to think that that's exactly what we do as well yeah. So, yeah. so occasionally if there is an issue it's very easy to like, fix like right. with the unicorn last night right yeah. she was oh such a beautiful woman um, but you know I was using condom like we always use a condom um, and I had used I didn't use that super thin one um 
for whatever reason. Um, didn't want to spoil the mood. I wanted mm-hmm. something I could get on quickly. Um, and I couldn't finish with her, you know, um, after a, a while. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, we put her down on the bed, and then we had Kay straddle her face, and I fucked Kay, and then I, right. when I finished, I pulled out, and I kind of sprayed all over the unicorn <laughs> who was under her. Nice. And it was perfect. Yeah. Um, you had no problem coming with Carol. Yeah, no problem. Easy. (laughs) Yeah, easy peasy. David says, oh my God, that was huge. Yeah, (laughs) it was, yeah. Yeah. And Kay had a couple of nice orgasms. And you know what was cool? I I love eating pussy. And I went down on you, and you were very, not so hard, do it like this, do it like that. And Mm -hmm. I I got you to a point where you were almost there, and Ben came over and said, try this. She likes it like that. And then both of us were playing with your pussy together, and you exploded. Mm. That was unbelievable. But how, how good was that with your husband? communicating and jumping someone. right in I love yeah. that and, and taking care of your needs because I, I don't know what you like yeah. you know I, I, I tried to figure it out yeah you got to show them all the dials and the switches <laughs> and the you know that is the part of the communication when it's next level mm-hmm. you know the, that is really like you know he will see and he will you know come in and he'll say oh she loves this and let's do that and like it's it like I don't have to ask him for it like he will always be there and so that is one of my favorite like I always stay that's one of the reasons why we also play together in the same mm-hmm. bed and so I a lot of times will reach down and mm-hmm. I will yeah it's know, a it's a team sport for us and, yeah. and, and, yeah. Then, yeah. And, then, and so it should be right and then I, I said okay come sit on my face and, and Ben was fucking Carol and you came and sat on my face and you just did it at the pressure that you wanted you had this massive orgasm again <laughs> you, you almost were in convulsions i just gotta lie on the bed <laughs> right then we rolled over and ben was fucking carol and i got in front of carol and she was sucking my cock and we had this 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 round two going on and i think everybody just exploded at the same time yeah it was good timing yeah and great. then speaking about timing ben and kay go Oh, we have another date. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry to sorry love, to fucking run as the case may so be. Fun. But it's yeah. so cool because there's no hard feelings. There's no nothing there. Yeah, yeah. We love being open like that and of accepting, course. and everybody understanding that like, oh, we're gonna play with this couple, and then we're gonna go with another couple, and not have that first couple get jealous. And that's kind of one of one of the benefits of going with a more experienced lifestyle yeah, couple is because sure. there's no jealousy that oh, they're going with another couple. Do they not like us so much no. and all that sort of thing? Oh, no, no. And that's good. Yeah. Um, and one other thing I like to talk about or I'd like to talk about is us considering things a team sport whenever we uh, get with a couple or a unicorn our goal is for that couple or unicorn to walk out of our room going holy shit what just happened to us yeah, well I think that was kind of how we walked yeah. out right yeah that's our goal that's what we're shooting for we made new did friends good. did good I was going to ask you guys if you actually are still learning new techniques new positions and stuff every time you come on these uh, you know these kind of yeah. trips yeah. is that something that uh, you're looking forward to do you plan yes. yeah. You know, it's interesting if, you know, you think that, oh, we've been in the lifestyle for so long, we've done this, this, and this, and every time we, you know, we we have a new experience, we very frequently learn something new. So, we recently learned that we both enjoy going down on the same woman. Ah, cool. So, Mm -hmm. like, our tongues will touch, Uh right? That's hot. And and we're going down on this beautiful woman together, and, like, I'm, my face is very close to his face. And it's just such a sensual experience that so far the screws have been doing it like nonstop. No. Mm-hmm. And so that is really new. We have not. That's how, that, that's how Carol licked her first, first pussy is 
we both went down on the pussy together. She said, because I, I don't really know I what mean, to I do. I mean, I held back because I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah, I know yeah. when you're, if your face is down mm-hmm. there, I have no clue what you're doing. I just know it feels good, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and so and we, David we, yeah. taught me. And we, we were yeah. doing it together, and then Carol got the rhythm. I backed away, and she made this woman have this massive orgasm mm-hmm. all by yeah. herself. And we had that discussion today, uh, <laughs> I, or not today, but during this trip, I was telling Kay, yeah, oh, no, this is, this is how you stimulate so a G-spot when you're down there. Exactly. I'm like, you know, G-spot is such a thing that you can stimulate too much, and it's uncomfortable. But if you don't do enough, it's frustrating right. also. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you do it really well. Can you show me how to do it? Yeah. And so yeah. he was like, yeah, you go like this. And this is how you, you know, how you do it kind of. And he, <laughs> he has this um, feeling like, come here, G-spot. Right. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and so. You to feel the puffiness inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the little ridgy kind yeah, of right, rough yeah. area. Yeah. 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 So that was that's my newest skill that I'm still learning. And it's a lot of fun. One of the things I've learned is that if you put two fingers inside gently, and then you push on the outside with your hand on the venous mount, it almost like sandwiches. Yeah. 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 And then if you put your tongue on the clit, mm-hmm. it's it's like a, a sandwich. Just yeah. yeah. And yeah. all the all the things that you're touching in that position is part of the clit. So the clit's mm-hmm. not just the little right. the little the firm part right. on the front. Yeah. The legs run down the labia there, and so if you put your fingers inside of the vagina and you spread them you outward, you're putting upward or 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 outward, Sizes, in the case right. may yes. be. Um, you're putting pressure on the clit. Mm-hmm. You're actually stimulating mm-hmm. the clit when you do that, right. um, which is why I, I think a lot of women for penis sizes and that sort of thing may have a preference for girth as opposed to length is right. because that girth puts pressure on the yeah, clit. Right, that's the what time you want yeah. fullness. Fullness because it pushes from the inside out on the clitoris and then I also stimulate from the outside in mm. and it sandwiches and mm-hmm. stimulates the whole area. Mm-hmm. But I got to say what I learned. Don't you remember what I learned with these guys? I did scissoring with Kay for the very first time in my life and she made me come. That was awesome. Uh, so I just learned scissoring on the last cruise and it was a very experienced unicorn mm-hmm. who was like, hey, you know, have you done this before? I said, no, but, you know, I'm a kind of person that I love to try new things. She said, listen, I will show you and you, you let me know if you don't like it, you don't like it. And I had this moment. So she was showing me how to scissor and Ben, you know, she's a unicorn. Ben is somewhere behind me and I usually like to keep, you know, track of him to see if he's where he's, you know. Near you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a moment where everything dissolved and I was feeling a little guilt. I'm like, oh, is he left out because I'm monopolizing this woman? Mm. And then I had this moment like, he's a big boy. He'll have to take care of himself. <laughs> and I, I'm just in this moment right now and I can't really think a thought. And so it was like this really cool experience. And so I've been you know, kind of researching about it. And I've basically, I have to feel the chemistry first with a woman. And if I do, I usually do what that unicorn showed me. And I will say, would you like to try this? And then I kind of see how things are from there. And so far, you know, it's also interesting because I think the best timing for it is when things get started already and everybody's, you know. The juices are flowing. Exactly. Everybody's already not nervous. Like, is this going to happen or what? And you're you're already feeling more comfortable, and then you do this, and it just kind of takes your interaction to next level. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. um, you know, like two-way street versus a you right. know a, a four-way square, uh-huh. and so it just creates you know double the excitement in my mind, and so this was wonderful, and so I really enjoyed it. So it, it, it's in a way it is selfish, so I do it for myself which is fine too <laughs> I can yeah. watch I'm, I'm totally okay with that <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> I, think, I think on that note um, 
we are at the end of the show. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Already. Wow. Yay. Um, it's been wonderful having you How guys How cool on. is it to end the show on something new for you? Someone taught you. Which was scissoring. awesome. You had <laughs> and, and I was proud of you that you opened up your mind and you said, I'm going to try something different. It's something, you know, 15 years of swinging we hadn't mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. So, guys, thanks so much for being here. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. That was an another amazing show. We were talking with Doctors Kay and Ben. And uh, like we do every week, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. Yeah, and don't forget to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Kay and Ben, send you lots of love and great sex. Please, please, please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. <laughs>